This is money line. This is money line. This is money line. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talking. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Lights, camera, action. Hello, world. Welcome into Moneyline on a beautiful Sunday morning. And we are here. We are close to kickoff. By the next time we talk, what have I told you that there'll be a bet in the books? What have I told you that the next time we talk, there'll be a fantasy league already kicked off? What have I told you next time we talk, we'll have new money? Welcome into Moneyline once again, 713-780-3776 on a beautiful Sunday morning. And I'm in studio with my guy, the statistician, my partner in grind at Josh Jordan 97.5 was where you can find him on Twitter. Josh Jordan. What's going on, Jerry? Did anything happen over the weekend? Do we have anything to talk about? Football and news, and it's getting going, and the season starts this Thursday, but what happened in the last 48 hours, let's call it, is going to change the landscape of the next 16 weeks, 17 weeks. Let's call it a football with your week off. So going forward here, this next this next two hours is going to be packed with opinions, yours exactly. So if you're listening out there, last week we had a lot of people uh, call in and we talked about what's considered a winning season uh, in your eyes for the Texans. Would it be uh, at least one playoff win? Are you asking for more? Well, now that things have changed... We want to know your opinion. 713-780-3776 at Moneyline975 is where you can find us on Twitter. But behind the glass, it's good to have our guy back. And and it's like a special occasion today because it's Arsenal and Tottenham going off during this show. And we're going to drop some money behind the glass at Carlson Radio is where you can find them on Twitter. Andrew! Good morning, guys. You're right, Jerry. It's uh, It's going to be a nervous day for me. So... We'll see how the, the soccer game plays out, but I know that's not forefront for you guys today. Not the forefront, but the forefront is money, and we'll have a pick. By the end of this segment, we're dropping a pick for that game in the English Premier League so we can sweat it out together during this show. But right now, uh, let's open up just fantasy talk, some Texans talk, a little bit of everything. You have a draft coming up right today, your big one. I do. This is my big one. I won it last year, so I'm excited to try and uh, repeat. It's a keeper league, so you get to keep some of those really good players. Man, it's it's my favorite time of year. It's like Christmas for me. I mean, I get to hang out with all my buddies. Everybody comes into town once a year. We party. We draft. And, uh, hey, it's fantasy football, so it's like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> this is the last time we'll talk to people. It feels like when you're letting your kid off to school, you know, like this is the last time we'll talk before you become a, a, a six, an intermediate school guy, you know, like whatever the case may be. Hey, this is the last time we'll talk before you have a team. So if you yeah. have any kind of questions, feel free to call us 713-780-3776. We're going to try to get to the bottom of this. We have some Zeke talk. People right now that are drafting today say, ask themselves, 
Should I take Zeke? At our particular draft, the money line one that we had at Twin Peaks, I had that fifth spot, and I remember looking down, and you know you feel the heat when people are looking at you. So I'm looking down at my computer, and I'm just I'm just saying, man, do I waste this pick on Zeke? But can I pass Zeke up at fifth? Will he be there? I look up, and everyone at the table was looking at me laughing, like, man, you're already stressing? It's the fifth pick. And I'm thinking, I don't know if my fifth pick is even going to be on the field. Now that we're this close, do you think he'll be on the field week one? Yeah, I, I think Jerry will get the deal done. And by the way, I drafted Tony Pollard. So if you want to hit me up for a trade, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. We're doing trades on there. But, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, you know, I, I think he'll be back. It seems like Jerry and, and Zeke are on the right track. Jerry has a history of getting these deals done, kind of right before the season starts. So. Yeah, I, I'm confident he'll get it done. And that's the thing with Tony Pollard. Just grab him, like, you know, eighth or ninth round, if you know, in your typical draft, and, and you'll be fine. And you'll probably end up wasting that pick because I think Zeke will be back in just the next couple days. Well, let's jump right into the HRP listener line because we have Tricky Nick on hold, and he wants to talk about the Fantasy League. So let's go get on in right now. Again, if you're listening, you have a league going on. If you want to talk anything Texans, we're going to jump into that this very next segment because it requires its own time. It does. That's going to require some time. It's going to require uh, a moment of silence. It's A lot's going to go on. But for now, let's go over to Tricky Nick. What's going on, my man? Oh, you guys ready for this week, man? Oh, my God, I'm pumped. First and foremost, man, I gotta I gotta throw a shout out. Three years ago this week, my baby daughter Willow was born. Probably in the round two of my big league money uh, money line draft. But man, I came out and I won that year. So this is my week, man. Just just blessings to my baby girl. Say happy birthday on the air to Miss Willow. Uh, but also just coming coming down with that smack talk. I mean, it's that time. Kristen Bixen, you're up, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. I mean, am I gonna go with Mitchell Trubisky? Am I gonna go with Matt Ryan? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But for the sake of discussion, I'll let you guys talk that over. <laughs> well, there you Thanks, have man. it. Tricky Nick is in on one of our leagues, uh, the money line, uh, fan, uh, the Twin Peaks one, to be exact. We have another one. It's a big league, a sixteen team. Yeah. It's gonna, it includes all of our uh, online listeners that wanted to be on. And at this point. Please take the the invite. Yes. We got like eight spots missing. The draft's coming down on Wednesday night. Please, if you're listening out there and you're saying, hey, I'm, I should be in this league, check your email. Maybe you're spam because it's probably in there. But going to what Nick said, if you're in that league that we drafted back a few, what was it, a week and a half, two weeks ago? Yeah. If you're in that league, let the hey, let the smack talk begin. We saw how it was. It was a fireball-infused draft <laughs> So we knew it was going to end up at this. So if you're listening out there, y'all can't let them get away with this. Yeah, you, you, you got to fire back. And, you know, it was really fun the other night. We got some really cool listeners and actually some really good fantasy players too, right? Like, we were watching. All the picks were good picks. It's going to be a competitive league. And, man, we had a blast out there. And definitely thanks to Jerry for the fireball shots. That that always makes everything a little bit better. <laughs> Ooh, 36 shots later, man. That was a lot of shots. Uh, well, let's. Hey, I'm 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 curious about this. On a Sunday morning, let's go over the HRP listener line. We got Paul, and he wants to talk about cloud effect. What's going on, Paul? You're on money line. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Doing great. How about yourself? No, pretty good. Uh, I'm kind of twisted about something. Uh, I'm kind of mad about the clowny thing. I say, get rid of him. Take the money. Get you an O line. So you don't kill that damn quarterback, 
and get you a general manager because that they're, they're the whole league. There is no general manager except the Texans. I, so no, I agree with you here. Uh, it's it's hard for one man to do multiple jobs. What if they just started throwing random things on you tomorrow, yeah. Josh? You're producing. <laughs> you're 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 doing Juggalo Trey's hair, braiding it. And you're doing Michael Carroll's job, too. How does that feel? It's not going to go well. And that's what we get with Bill O'Brien, man. He's he's spread thin. Look, say whatever you want about the trade for the tackle, but getting a third-round pick for Clowney. And I even saw Andrew on Twitter. He's not very happy about this either. A third-round pick for Clowney. Essentially, you traded Clowney for Duke Johnson. That, yeah. that, that's what happened. And we're going to talk all about it this very next segment. But to Paul's case, it's just... It's tough to see this, and I know if you're out there listening, you're a Texans fan, and and you knew what the needs were coming into this offseason. You knew the money was there. You had a pick. You 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 messed up in that draft, and now you're trying to play. You're playing it backwards now, saying, "Hey, let's make right." And you're, you're chasing dig, it like you're, gambling, yeah, right? like you're chasing. And it. what happens when you chase like that in gambling? You end up digging yourself a deeper hole. Yep. And we're going to get into that this next segment. Thanks a lot for the call, Paul. We really appreciate it. We'll get into that for you, but. It's a, it's going to be a domino effect, and how does that affect the Seahawks going forward? What does it do for the Texans now? Uh, are the Texans, does it give them a better chance to win the division gambling-wise? We're going to get into a little bit of everything coming up. So 713-780-3776, if you're out there listening right now and you want to voice your pleasure or displeasure, if you, even if you're on the positive or negative side of this, it's not necessarily a Jerry and Josh up here and spit whatever we think. If you think, hey, this is a positive positive thing we needed this as texans fan if that's what texans fan is saying right now and again i say we as y'all because i'm not even a, a texans guy and i'm not i don't want anybody to think like hey he's gonna be a homer on this or he's just a negative we're gonna spit this real coming up this yeah. next segment we're gonna give it to you how we believe all three of us in the studio our man renzo's out there taking the calls get on in 713-780-3776 it's a money line party it's a barbecue on a sunday will you listen to money line espn 97.5 You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. The squad is in the building at Carlson Radio, at Josh Jordan 97.5, at Jerry Bowe knows with a C. 713-780-3776. Call us. Text us. Catches on Twitch. Catches on SportsMap. Mock My Mocks are all up. The Bookie Busters, they're there as well. Sponsored by My Bookie. And that's the place to bet. And we'll tell you a little bit why and a few bets that I have for you on this next upcoming up segment because that's going to be the spot all, all year long. That's where I'm going to be making some money. No doubt about it. My PPR ranks are also up on SportsMap. Um, I need to go in there and update those. You know, we had a, a couple things happen yesterday, right? So probably time to get in there if you've if you got your draft later this week. I'll get those updated at some point today. But just, you know, with the exception of the couple moves yesterday, I need to make some tweaks. But 
you know, for the most part, it's all there. We got to get into this, right? Let's. I guess maybe we'll dissect what happened with the Texans yesterday and kind of compartmentalize this. We'll just start with the Clowney because that's what happened first, right? Your first reaction when you saw Clowney for a third round pick and I don't know, some defensive guys that may or may not stick on the roster. Is this real life? Yeah, right. Is the first thing that I thought I. You know, you first click it, and it's one of those ones that you drop your your jaw opens. You know, your mouth, and you just you think, is that it? You, the message, you know, it comes on your notification. It's only a few lines, so then you extend it. You're like, okay, so then what's next? And then you extend it, and you're like, who? Mingo, you, Jacob, you're like, who? Right? Is that what's the catch? So you open it, and you're thinking it's a two part, and you're thinking that that's that's how this story ends. Jadavion Clowney's story comes to an end. And you feel robbed as a Texans fan. You feel like you got the uh, the butt end of the deal, right? Yeah. You got a third for Clowney, and you gave up a third, essentially, for Duke Johnson. I think he only has to be active for eight games, and that becomes a third-round pick. He's one of the best defensive players in the league, and you got a third-round pick for him. Andrew, I know you have some thoughts on this, man. I, I saw it on Twitter. You're upset, right? Clowny for a third? It's completely ridiculous. Mainly for me, I'm upset because it got to this point. If you want to deal Clowny, I don't agree with that, but that's fine. Make that decision months ago. Don't let that happen now because what you got in return for him, it's just it's not even close to his value. It doesn't even come close to approximating what he gives the team. And, okay, you got Barcavius Mingo and another outside linebacker who I think had three sacks last year but nine total tackles, so he didn't really see the field much. He was mostly a special teamer. It's just ridiculous. You had all these needs coming into the offseason, all this cap space, and you basically got a left tackle, and that's it. You you, you still have a secondary that's going to be a whole bunch of question marks and a 35-year-old Jonathan Joseph. <laughs> and... I think as Texans friends, it's just so frustrating because you seem to be stuck on this wheel of mediocrity and there's no way off. And it's not going to get any better now that you don't have a first-round draft pick forever. You know, that that's not going to help you out. And it's just poetic justice. They get a third for Clowney on basically the same day they're about to cut their third-round pick ranking. And what yeah. are the what is the history with third-round picks in the Texans? How many of third-round picks are there on this roster uh, dating from 2015, let's say? Uh, yeah, Justin Reed's the one bright spot, right? What do you do going forward knowing that it's a highway robbery? The Texans were, and its, and, and it's if sources have said that the Texans were trying to trade Clowney to the Chiefs before, yeah. when the Chiefs were in the market and they in the Frank Clark moments and all that. Getting way higher of returns, right? At what point do you have to put your your being too proud, being your 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 self your self awareness? You have to step back and say, this has to stop, <laughs> right? And that's Bill O'Brien. Like, at what point do you let him and his 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 ways and his him be too proud and him wanting his way or no way? At what point do you have to put a stop to that? Because we can give him the business, and we always do, and we will continue to, deservedly so. But 
whenever you're messing up in, in, at a store and they say, hey, I want to talk to the manager. So at what point do you say, and the manager can't fix it? And they're like, I need to talk to the owner, somebody. Let me talk to corporate, right? <laughs> at what point does corporate, like, where, what point does Cal's got to say, hey, we're, we're going in the way wrong direction here. This got to come to a stop. At what point does someone else step in? Because obviously Bill O'Brien's going to keep digging and digging and digging. And it's going to become such a, a, a deep hole that how are we going to get out of this? How, how do you get out of this? How do you get out of that? I don't know. But someone's got to put a stop to it. This is like one of those trades, you know, in, and now we're getting into the Tunzel thing from that movie Draft Day. Like, is this like the Ricky Williams trade? You're giving up two firsts in a second for a tackle. Just, I mean, just think about that. That's more than they gave up for Deshaun Watson. That was just swapping first rounders and giving up one first the next year. I mean, that just let that sink in. They gave up more for a tackle than their franchise quarterback. It's unbelievable. When I saw what they actually traded yesterday, I was shocked. I mean, you just don't – it's like out of a movie. You don't see people give up, giving up that kind of value. And I hate to equate this to being a fantasy owner, but I'm going to do it. It's a huge mistake when you put that much value in one guy. What if Tunzel gets hurt? Just think about that. You gave up two firsts and a second. What if he gets hurt? That's way too much value to have wrapped up in one player. And you're going to have to pay him. So I know he has two more years on his deal, but they're going to want to keep him. And, and I get what Bill O'Brien's doing. He's like, we're going to spend our money on protecting Deshaun Watson. We're earmarking money to pay Deshaun Watson. We don't want to tie that money up with Clowney. But we talked about this earlier. They're paying Clowney, what, $7 million this year of, of around the $15 million number? Yeah, news broke out that they're still paying about $7 million of that. So they end up paying anyway some of it. And we teased this, right? Are the Texans better? Are they better today after the trade? And on offense, they are. But you lost Clowney for nothing. On defense, they are going to be a train wreck. Look, J.J.'s a great player, but he's already 30. He's not going to be around forever. And you said you heard he's already starting to – there's a belief in the building that maybe he's starting to fall off just a tad already. And Whitney Merciless, I mean, he hasn't been good for three years. I I hope he comes back and plays well, but I can't count on that. And he's in the last year of his deal. So – the defense got worse. Bottom line, they got worse. And, yeah, the offense will be better, but to offset how much worse the defense will be, I don't think so. To give you a unit of measure, we know what Khalil Mack is, right? Yeah. And we know how much of they gave up for him. Two first-round picks, a third and a sixth, but they got back a second and a conditional fifth, and that was for Khalil Mack. Yes. So just think about that. Right now, you can't make mistakes and try to correct them by making more. And if you go back to Dillard, the mistake in that draft, why didn't you trade up? And then it would, would it cost you a swap of first and maybe throw in a third or something? Don't get me wrong. Whatever the case no, may be. No, that's what the Ravens threw in a third. And that was basically. Okay. So let's, was, yeah. let's call it that. Is that not a more of a win than it is? You, you see what I'm saying? What you gave up now, now you're backtracking. Now people are saying Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills isn't anything other than insurance for Will Fuller. If yep. you tell me right now, who would you rather have, Kenny Stills for 16 or I'm going to give you Will Fuller for a full 16, I'm taking Will Fuller all day. We already know his and his sample size, and I hate to be that on-pace guy, and we'll have to use on-pace a few times during this show because that's what we'll use to project Kenny Stills. We'll use to project anybody going forward that we'll be talking about, but – we know on pace, Will Fuller is a top 24 wide receiver. He is. 
and let me correct myself there. The the Ravens, I believe, got a third to make that trade with the Eagles and let them trade up. But yeah, Will Fuller, he's going to be the guy out there with Hopkins. You know, so Kenny Stills. I mean, is he insurance for Kiki QT and Will Fuller? But I mean, Stills is more of a you know down the field kind of guy, where you know Kiki's kind of shifty, more of a slot kind of dude. So I don't know if he can fill that role exactly like QT, but. I just I'm with you. Like, are they going to use all these guys at the same time? Probably not. So really, you just got Tunsil out of the deal. And look, he's a great player, but we need to talk about this. There's so much to unpack here. What about the culture with the Texans now? Right? Do you think they would have ever have brought in a dude like Tunsil, a guy that got caught smoking weed through a gas mask on video? And Kenny Stills, we know his political views. Right? That's not very Texans ish. Like, that's what seems you know what I that's mean? what makes it seem desperate desperate things you know desperate measures at desperate times yeah and and that's when you make the worst decisions or things that don't reflect your let's call it team personality if you want to call that or culture and i don't know if this was that but let's go over to, to the hrmp listener line we have barry and he wants to talk texans what's going on barry you're on money line hey what's going on my man how you doing this morning yeah i'm pretty good uh this uh, this whole Texas organization is completely a dumpster fire. I'm I'm sorry I have to say that, but uh, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm from Groves, Texas, and uh, I'm close to uh, Houston. But this uh, clowny thing and the offensive line is a train wreck. They don't have a general manager. You know, I mean, it just everything's all screwed up. Yeah, I'll I, hang up and let you talk. I agree, Barry. I agree a hundred percent. You as a and you're saying you know he's a Cowboys guy, but it's still it's Texas football. Let's call it right. And just from seeing that, as much as the Cowboys get for people have their Jerry Jones jokes and whatnot, but this and they have their own issues. Don't get me wrong, going on with Zeke, but you usually see him get it figured out. And what's going on here with here over here with O'Brien and. You would think that O'Brien has accomplished so much in his life that you're thinking, all right, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. When does the benefit of the doubt run out? That's gone. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, gone. That, that was yesterday. That's gone. Yeah. So now what happens? What's the what's how long is, is the leash on him now? How long does he got? What how hot is the seat? What's the temperature on his seat now? Did it rise? Did he buy himself some time? Is this does no matter what happens this year, is it a free pass because Casario's coming in? Supposedly, what does this do for Casario coming from a franchise like that, looking here and saying, oh, my gosh, that's a that's a dumpster fire. Like Barry just said, or does he say, man, I ain't got nothing to lose. No, think about it. If you're a GM. Yeah, I want to go join the team that doesn't have a first round pick for two years or a second round pick. That sounds like a great place for me to have success. No, it really doesn't. You don't have any picks. You, why would a GM want to walk into that? And I, I want to talk about this phone call here, too. He's not even a Texans fan. He's a Cowboys fan. And the Texans are doing such ridiculous things that he felt passionate enough to call in and talk about it. And he's not even a Texans fan. That's two I mean, weeks, though, think about of, cool, that. of cooler talk, though. Yes. You remember we talked about it last week, how Cowboy fan was going to walk in on Monday and just look at everybody <laughs> after that preseason game. Yeah. Like, yep. Yep. Now he's going to walk in with a laugh. Dude, and that, what a great point, Jerry. Think about how bad the offensive line looked in that Cowboys game, right? Like, yeah. I mean, they were awful, right? That had to lead into why this happened this weekend. 
there's there had to be panic in the locker room. Like we can't protect Deshaun. We got to make a move. And you know, Khalil didn't play again. So don't tell me that didn't have a little part in them ask, acting out like they did yesterday and trading the whole the whole franchise for one tackle. So. Man, that mattered. They looked bad. They, they knew they, they had a problem with the offensive line, and they went and overpaid and got taken. They will be better, and at least Deshaun will be happy about this. But, man, as a fan, you look forward to the draft. Now you're not going to look forward to the draft for three years. It, I don't know, man. I, I think they might be a little better. You want to have off- a draft party? Yeah, I know, well, Everybody right? show up, man. Let's have a draft party, Josh. But let's have a bet party now. Arsenal, Tottenham, kickoff. In a few minutes, and we're going with goals. I see a red jersey in front of me, and I see that team, they're going to knock in about two or three. I think they give up one, but I think Arsenal takes it. Rather than taking a sign, we're taking goals on a Sunday morning. Arsenal, Tottenham, English Premier League, over three, you and me versus them on Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Only darkness every day. SPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe. And Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776. At Moneyline975 was where you can find us on Twitter. The squad is in the building. Andrew Carlson, Josh Jordan, Jerry Bo, Nose with a Z. And we got it off and popping 713-780-3776. We're going to jump into the listener line right now. We've got Tony on hold, and he wants to talk about Texans and Bill O'Brien. What's going on, Tony? You're on Moneyline. How y'all, how y'all doing this morning? Good. And what can we do for you on this glorious morning? Oh, no, man. It, it, I'm not a Texan fan, but I've seen the same play from someone from under Belichick's uh, tree, and that's J- Josh McDaniels. He did the same exact thing that Bill O'Brien is about to do to y'all. He, he got rid of pretty much every good piece we had to try to make a Tebow deal go through, which flopped. And the only way we survived it is because Manning was in the wing, you know, after it, was, after it was all said and done. But I see the same exact thing happening to the Texans. Man, that's, yeah. That was deep. Yeah, that's, that that yeah. requires a moment of silence there because that, <laughs> that straight I looked at Josh and it was like, man, it's that's deep, though, and it's true, and, and it's a domino effect, and you're about to see how this all trickles down and goes down. But once people start making decisions on desperate, on being desperate, desperate measures, I don't know if that's when you make, you, you, you make sound decisions, and I think that's what's happening here, and I think it's a safe face thing, and I don't know what – again, I'm, we're opening the lines up like we did last week, and what's considered – to okay, well, to you, not even being a Texas fan, what would be a successful season for the Texans? One playoff win, or should they expect now more since they supposedly made a right-now move? What do you think is successful for a Texans fan? It's, it's, it's hard to say because they literally they didn't. The, the issue the Texans have is their front line. 
If they can't protect Watson, I don't care who you put at running back or who or who you have throwing the ball. Watson will be running for his life just like just like David Carter did. So, I mean, just with the with the luck thing happening, him retiring, they have a good shot to try to win the division, but that could be eight and eight. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. That's a good point. And that's probably all, you know, what'll take for this for this division, I think maybe nine and seven, eight and eight, something like that. But I think Tony brings up a good point. These Belichick disciples, they certainly kind of seem like they decide who's their kind of guy, like who's their kind of player and who's not their kind of player. And if you're not their kind of player, they're going to move on from you. And that was clearly the case with Clowney and and Bill O'Brien. And, you know, obviously he gave him up for a third round pick. And what's funny is remember, we've been giving John Gruden a lot of crap for not seeming like he knows what he's doing. Think of what he got for Khalil Mack in that trade. What did Bill O'Brien get for Jadavion Clowney? Who's the joke on now? Yeah, who's the joke on now? And at one point, you know, you always see these lists, and, and you know, when you see the Texans or Bill O'Brien, you always see them middle of the pack, right? 16, yep. usually, right there. They always. At what point do you just start throwing them at the bottom half? Because it, it's showing he's vulnerable. Other, You remember Star 69 back in the day on your phone <laughs> yes. whenever it would cost him? That's what you got to do now every time, hoping it's the Texans. You Star 69 it if you're if you're another. What, Bill? Hello? Bill, Bill, is this you? <laughs> I, got, I got something to trade. What do you got? Because Star 69 the Texans, and you're coming up on something. That's for the old heads. Younger guys right now are like, Star 69? What is he talking about? <laughs> old schools. Tony, I appreciate the call on a Sunday morning. And I guess optimism has to be there, but not for us, though, because – we're paid to make sound bets and give you fantasy advice. And throughout this, I don't know if any sound bets will be made, if anything improved on the Texan side. So I guess we'll see what happens, but I'm not liking it too much. Thanks for the call, Tony. Good morning. Man, you bring up a good point. Every GM's like, well, I was in the shower. Was that my phone? Star 69. <laughs> was that Bill you O'Brien? Any, you, just, <laughs> you start throwing out smokes, like screens, like you tell, you go to Julio or somebody, you're like, hey, we're not going to trade you. We're really going to trade like the four-string guy, but – Julio, you're on the market. Star 69? Star 69. Because at this point, if you get Bill O'Brien. Hello? (laughs) Bill? Hey, Bill. This is what I have. And you probably. And he cuts you off. No, 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 no. We've come to a decision here. And this is what I'm offering. He's that guy that throws it on the table. And you're thinking, you didn't even have to do that. Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, we heard Cleveland would have taken like a fifth for Duke Johnson. And we ended up giving him a third. So. That's that, like the chick you take to that nice restaurant when she was like, bruh, I like Arby's. <laughs> we could have Netflix and chilled anyways. Yep. And you're over here like, man, I don't even eat that kind of fish. <laughs> I couldn't even pronounce that. And and now we should add Arby's. But at the end of the day, that's what you're getting here. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. That's what you're getting here, though, with O'Brien. And, and I, I want to see how far or how hot the temperature is on that seat now because – Let's say they have a, a let's say, let's say for just worst case not worst case scenario but let's just say a let's paint a bad picture here. What if they had like six wins or something? You know, we we did a sports map video talking about this the other day with John and Lance and Raheel. and yeah, you know, go check it out, guys. Sportsmap.com. It's a good video. But I think the main takeaway is for for the Heat to really be on Bill O'Brien, they're gonna ha- Deshaun Watson's gonna have to stay healthy, and they're gonna have to lose, and they're gonna have to get booed at home. You know what I mean? To where the ownership feels embarrassed 
that man, they're booing us at home. They're booing our coach. That's how the season ended last yes, year, though. I was right. there. I remember, like I told you, I thought it was going to be. I, I bought one of the best tickets in the house, fifty yard line, about seventh row. You know, I wanted, I wanted to see Watson. Yeah. look on the biggest stage, and I wanted to see it go womp, down. Womp womp. <laughs> it was no electricity after one quarter of football, and that, and I was short. Almost a grand worth of tickets. Right. You know what I mean? That's so, what it's going to take. Not showing. Everybody says, oh, don't show up. Don't buy the tickets. No, 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 no. They don't care. They make that money anyway. Show up and make them look bad. And you boo them, then that'll get Bill O'Brien fired. But, like, I don't want to paint that. Like, I want to, you know, I'm a Texans fan. I want to be excited for the season. It kicks off this Sunday. You know, like, I want to watch football. I'm a football fan. I want to root for these guys. So, I think the offense will be better. And we haven't even talked about the Carlos Hyde trade yet. And we will. We'll get into that. For sure, because that has some fantasy uh, aspect, I guess, to jump in on both sides of Sure. But for right now, let's go to the HRMP listener line. We got Mike, and he wants to talk Cowboys-Texans. What's going on, Mike? You're on Moneyline. Hey, what's going on, my man? How are you doing on this glorious morning? Oh, it's it's beautiful, man. It's it's beautiful. What do you got Uh, for us? I don't know, man. I'm I'm a Cowboys dude. You know, that's just the way it goes. But this Bill O'Brien stuff is crazy. They ain't, that's the only team in the whole league that don't have a general manager. Okay? It doesn't make it a damn bit of sense. And it's uh, giving me the reds because this clowny thing, get rid of his ass anyway. Get rid of him. Get you an offensive line. Protect that quarterback. You got free agency. You got a bunch of stuff going on. I, I there you go. You heard it from Mike. Now they did get Tunzo, so which will help them. But what did you lose on the other side of the ball? You lose a lot now coming into the off season. What were the biggest needs for the Texans? For sure, no, not really. No, you're not really going to lose anything because you don't even know anybody on the on, on the defensive line. You don't like you got JJ Watt. So you weren't a clowny name, fan, I'm name, guessing. Name all and name all the other people on the defensive line. But I'm, nobody I, knows. Let nobody me ha- knows. let me ask you something though. Are you uh so you weren't a clowny fan then, I'm guessing, correct? No, I have no problem with him, but he's creating a bunch of problems. For sure. No, and that's the last thing you want. And that's why whenever you have a situation like this, like Andrew said, you wish that this would have got taken care of way back. Before yeah. that, what is it, July 15th deadline? Right. Before that. When you had some leverage. When you had leverage. Yeah. The longer, the further this got, the longer you let it go, the more leverage it started going for Clowney. The more teams started to see you were desperate. Same thing happened with the Duke Johnson trade. People saw that you were desperate. And when you're desperate, you make bad decisions. That's just in anything in life. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes you get lucky and, and get desperate with a 7-8 offsuit, and I go all in and I get lucky. But usually when I play desperate, I make bad decisions. And that's what we're seeing here. Whether you are a clowny guy or not, because some people were saying don't sign him. And we heard our last guy right now saying he didn't like the distractions he was bringing, which is another aspect. You don't want to see that. But at the end of the day, You've been seeing the distractions from the organization in general. What can you say for a player distraction whenever people are getting fired? You got the front office making moves out of nowhere. You know what I mean? You got the front office making moves 
uh, after the draft, after the after after Gain has gone through a draft, making a move after. So what does that go to show you from the from the organization in general that they don't even know that the the ground they're standing on? So let's let's make moves on the like. You just sit over dinner at one night, like man, you wake up the next day, like that sounded good. Let's do that, and that's where it's going. It's moves moves on the fly. Decisions are being made on the fly. They are, and it's really shocking. Like you don't see these type of, of deals done. But let's get into the Carlos Hyde thing. We haven't really touched on that. Do you? I guess we can hit on it fantasy wise and Texans wise. Do you feel good that he's a decent replacement for Lamar Miller on first and second down? I mean, I guess he he is a Lamar Miller. He's like Alfred Blue, you know. Right. That he, I don't know how much better he is going to be than not to say he's not better than Carl, uh, Alfred Blue. People out there with a Carlos Hyde jersey on, right? Like, like what? <laughs> but I'm saying, what'd you get? So how did this whole thing go down? It was like a magic show, right? And and, and O'Brien goes up there in the first trick. I can make someone disappear, clowny. <laughs> you're gone. And then everyone's like, boo, don't get rid of him, boo. And then he comes up for my next trick. I can make somebody up here. What, how about this? And then he brings out Hyde, and everybody's like, boo, <laughs> throw it back. And he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got one last trick. And he comes out with a gas mask on. How about this? Abracadabra, and everybody's bro. like, yeah, but what did you give up? Boo! boo. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 975. And on ESPN 975.com. Live from the ESPN 975 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Celebrate good times, you hear that? The good times are here, Josh, and they start Thursday. Football season is here. And you know what that means? We're about to make some money together every single Sunday. It's time to bet, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. MyBookie, why? Because they have odds for every game. If you follow me on the Bookie Busters, you know that I'm all about the live bets. I'm all about the parlays. And I'm all about getting paid. Nobody, and I mean nobody, pays out faster. You get cash when you want it. You like the game after kickoff? Do I... uh, do I give you bets sometimes too late? Did you miss this Tottenham Arsenal because I gave it to you two minutes? Well, go over to my bookie right now. I guarantee you they have a live bet option. You know what I mean? You can go there, game kicks off. You got to go 15, 16 minutes later. You're in the game with the rest of us. Sign up today on my bookie and you'll get double on your first deposit. That's up to 1000 free money to wager on your favorite team. So deposit 500 they're going to give you 500. Woo. Who does that? Who gives you money to beat them or at least try to? My but when bookie. you're messing, yeah, with my bookie, whenever you're messing with us, use promo code radio right now. Get your exclusive double up offer. That's double up on up to 1,000 free money wagers on your favorite teams. That's mybookie.ag. Use promo code radio. Play, win, get paid at my bookie. You know, I did me a little my bookie last night. Got in on the, the Longhorns game, cashed nice. out. Bing, yeah. I took, I was, you know, minus 20. I was, was worried a little bit, but once the game got going, good to go. My bookie, easy. You just boop, put that put that bet in there, 
Cash money. That Lines easy. are still open. 713-780-3776. If you're out there listening and you want to get your input, your two cents in on the what the Texans did for you, whenever you read that news, all of it, whenever you read about the Tunzel as well, did it move the needle for you? Did it make you think, hey, O'Brien did it? Or did it make you push yourself to saying, he's got to go. We got to get him out of here. But for now, let's go to the HRMP listener line. And we got TJ. He wants to talk Texans. What's going on, my man? You're on Moneyline. Hey, what's up, Jerry and Josh? Man, this is TJ from the 409. Oh, what's uh, happening, Jerry? TJ? Yeah, yeah. Daddy say um, it's good. He's going to see you the next time, man. Yeah, for sure. I can't wait to see you all out at the Christmas party. What what, what, uh, what do you got for us Texans-wise? I'm curious what your thoughts are on all this. I'm not a Texans fan, but I, 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 I pay attention to football. You know, I like moves and everything. But this dude don't know his head from a hole in the wall, you know? He gave up way too much. I mean, I understand he had to move this guy. He had to get an offensive tackle and everything, but he gave up way too much. And then it's proven. You you gained a third-round pick, and I'm sorry, um, they 10% successful on third-round picks, if that much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bill was just a clown. I mean, and it was probably before uh, – you know, Shannon met whatever the uh, owner now, but uh, it was the Bill. Day, day, I mean, his dad days when uh, they gave him an extension. I'm like, they gave him an extension for what? I mean, that's almost the equivalent to the Rams uh, giving a uh, old boy the contract and then fired him two weeks later, and now they on the hook to pay him. You know, Jeff what Fisher. kind of clown show are they running over there? You know, the fans are faithful. You know, I see it. My brother is one. You know, I see a bunch of y'all out there, and y'all deserve better. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, for sure. We appreciate the call, TJ. And to go on his, the fans do deserve better. They, You get to this position and you ask yourself, what have they done for, for you lately as a fan? What have they shown you that tells you, hey, we need to keep buying tickets and filling up because the, that waiting list is still over 20,000. The fans are there. Now, slowly but surely, they're becoming – they're stay fans of the organization, but they're becoming enemies to – or Bill O'Brien becoming the enemy. And, and it's slowly and surely spreading throughout the fan base and maybe inside the organization for when you hear because you're hearing ex-players – now saying that people hated him. I'm seeing players that were here going back and saying, man, we, we did not like playing for that guy. That's not the guy that we would like to play for. So at this point, if the fans don't believe in you, at what point does the front office totally quit believing in you? Because I think he Cap- is the front office. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the thing. So they call the manager. We talked about it earlier. Whenever you're, you're not – you're not happy at a store, and you're like, let me talk to the manager where the manager comes, and then the manager's crappy, and he, and he doesn't tell you anything. He takes the employees back, and you're saying, well, let me talk to corporate. Well, then, in this, in this scenario, O'Brien's just walking around the aisle, comes back, hey, I'm the manager. <laughs> yeah, he literally, hey. like, yeah, let me go get him, and he walks out of the room and takes his hat off, and then he pops back out the yeah. door. Hi, I'm the manager. Yeah, like, but I know what... that butt chin, and that <laughs> butt chin tells me that you're still the same guy that came out. I need to talk to somebody higher up, and there is nobody higher up. So when when too many uh, too many uh, assignments were for one guy that is unproven in his natural assignment, you know, yeah. that's like anything in life. When somebody gets a promotion and you hear that guy, you're like, who got promoted? Sally. <laughs> Sally's always text messaging playing snake. And that's what we're dealing with here, man. I mean, this is alarming. I mean, just God, the amount of draft picks they gave up. Like, I thought it was a misprint. 
You know, when I saw the tweet come out, I was just shocked. And don't get me wrong, like Tunzel's a good player, but my lord, but there, there's nobody to hold him in check. And he's you can tell he's all in, right? I mean, he is all in. He doesn't care. If this blows up in his face, then he'll be gone. And he won't be there having to, you know, miss out on all those draft picks that he traded away because he won't be here. Yeah. And, you know, I thought Fred put a really nice article on Sports Map about kind of with the clowny trade, you know, Bill O'Brien has officially kind of become like the super villain. You know, like the transformation has happened. And and it does kind of feel that way, like I'm just I'm lost for words. Ego comes into yes. play though, though. It, Ego, to your point, how far the guys this... he's chased off. That's what I wanted to get to. Chasing off Clowney, chasing off Dwayne Brown, chasing off Brandon Brooks. Ben Jones just got another contract extension with the Titans. Chased him. All those guys were good offensive linemen. Those are the guys you chased off. And what are you trying to fix right now? The offensive line. That's why you're trading your future. Seattle's just yes. eating right now yes. off these guys. I just. You know, going to the uh, to the text line. Just think of how uninteresting that last dra- draft was after they didn't have any picks when they got Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Well, get ready for that again for two years. But you'll still have, uh, and I'm not going to throw no shots directly, but you'll have people still throwing draft parties for the fans, <laughs> right? Show up. Let's have a good time. And for what? To watch everyone else draft? I'd rather do it from the couch. Another text we have here. Man, Texans, please. I was driving to Galveston one time when Texans beat the Cowboys in the preseason. This truck pulls up next to me with the Texans air freshener in his hand. Had his mouth open like MJ. I don't watch preseason. I'm a Cowboys fan. So that goes, again, for the the the, the cooler talk, like they call it, this right? It's crazy. We are getting so many people that aren't Texans fans. We're in Houston, Texas, and this is the, the professional football team in Texas, a football state. And almost every mention we're getting, they're saying they're not Texans fans. I wonder why that is. But Cowboy guy, even that's why whenever these two guys argue out there, now I'm not either one, so I don't want Texans guy. And hey, get on the phone right now if you want to smack talk to Cowboy. Cowboy guy back. We do that here open. But Cowboy fan is putting on his star with that blue on today, real crispy, just just kissing that star, saying thank you, please, just sign Zeke. Thank you. We don't have these problems there. Thank you so much. And he's wearing it so proudly today yep. while the Texans guys just looking like, man, I hope this works out. There's a lot of hope. But at what time does hope just become, you know what, this is too much. Let's, let's part ways with Bill O'Brien and, and let's, let's move on. At one point, that has to happen. But what happens if he comes out and he's the mediocre again, the 8-8? Eight and eight? What if he gives you that 9-7? and seven? What if he does that? Then he got himself another year. Now the Casario comes in and he brings in a different type of, uh, let's say, a culture and, and a winning ways to say. And he make, say he makes a couple moves. And O'Brien goes nine and seven again. And, uh, you know, and they slide into the playoffs somehow in this weak division with no luck now. And now you have O'Brien. It's like that ugly girlfriend where you're like, well, she buys me things. Yeah. She buys me stuff. I guess I'll keep her. <laughs> Income tax is coming. Tax season. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you make a good point. They could easily win the division and you know ownership's not going to do anything and look that should be the goal right as a texans fan i want them to win the division i want them to be good but they're they look like a mark now the entire nfl is aware like the texans are a joke they don't know what they're doing we got one right here from the text line i'm a titans fan and i love the dysfunction that's called the texans that's from uber mike so that just goes to show you other people around the league 
are loving this. They're laughing. They, they love to see this dysfunction. Let's go over right now because we have somebody that does support the trade. Again, if you're listening out there, I'm not looking for someone to agree with me only. I'm looking for someone to say, hey, this is what my thoughts. Uh, I want to put a, a shed of light on it. And we got Gary. He says he supports the trade. What's going on, Gary? Why do you like the trade? And how do you feel going forward? Hey, how's it going? I fully support the trade. I'm not sending Matt Khalil out there to block Deshaun Watson's blind side. And if you support that move, you're crazy. There's no way. Yeah, you gave up two first-rounders and a second-rounder, but you have to protect your star quarterback. If you're really going to run out Matt Khalil out there, you might as well just toss it up to get him sacked over 60 times again. It's crazy, man. Look, and I agree with Gary in in a sense that yeah, they they needed to do better, but it's how they went about it, right? You know, you didn't ha- it didn't have to get to this point to where you had to give up two firsts and a second for a tackle. You know, you, you could have drafted better. You could have signed Trent Brown in free agency. Trent Williams, Trent, yeah, Trent Williams. Maybe you get him from the Redskins. I just I feel like there were more cost-effective ways of fixing this problem. And it got too late. The le- the later it got, the more leverage Clowney had, the more leverage other teams had. When they yes. know that you have dysfunction and that you need something, boom, they're going to drop a, a third round for a Duke Johnson. What? Yes. After people were saying you could have got away with a fifth or a sixth easy, that's what happens when you make desperate decisions. I'm going to keep using that phrase, that term. That's the, that's the motto for this show, desperate decisions. Measures, right, calls for desperate decisions. Well, desperate decisions usually don't end up good. Take it from a gambler. Whenever I do that and you get to chasing, chasing's another word. Well, you've been chasing ever since you missed Dillard. You know that there was a a sense of emptiness in that room. Like, okay, what do we do now? Titus Howard, he's the best. But we're going to sit here and play musical chairs all this this training camp to figure out where he even goes. Well, we know that the clowning news is about to go down. How do we – how do we – like, how do we throw the fans off a little bit so it doesn't seem so bad? Let's go get Tunzel. Yeah. And let's sweep under the – let's sweep these – well, this these picks are too big to sweep under the rug. This is a two first and a second round. This is too big. We got to let the rug up. And that's what we got now. We got people saying, well, okay, you have to protect Watson. Well, it better show improvements. If one game, winning one game last, last week we talked about it, one game was successful – so what does it do now? Because the move was to made now. It is. It's clear. O'Brien is in for now. They're going to try and this is the season. They're pushing. Look, this is JJ's thirty. This is probably the his best year that he's got left in his career. So I, I like that they're going all in, but it's, it's at the cost of your future. I'm going all in on the future. An hour, one hour left. We're halfway there. Will, Sean, you're on hold. We're going to get back to you as soon as we get back. You're listening to Moneyline ESPN ninety seven five. To the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. Looking to outsource your company's HR and payroll? Get the top initiative and smart solutions with HRP.net. 